smell when I come in the morning. Did you first play? I'll bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Good morning, Vietnam! You let me worry about that green beret. Napalm in the morning. Your first, last, and only podcast for the Vietnam War through film. Good morning, campers! My voice almost just cracked there. <laughs> what was that voice? Uh, hey guys, you okay over there? You okay over there, Troy? There's something. Hi. Hi. <laughs> welcome, welcome, folks, uh, to another lovely edition of Napalm in the Morning. I am Matthew Yeagle. I'm Eric Jones. I'm Troy. Yeah, we're uh we're 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 cracking nuts for you over here folks. We're just uh getting into the getting into fist fights with our feet so that you don't have to on the nitty gritty films of uh Vietnam War. Yeah. Well, that's one of the less revolting things that happens in this film. So, I guess let's stick with yes, the feet. I'm going to take this foot. <laughs> and I'm going to put it up the side of your face. Put it up your ass. Did you hear did you ever hear that try? I think I I didn't know where that was from, and now yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, he had it all calibrated. He was ready to go. He had it all calibrated. Guy had no chance. Yeah, yeah. what kind of uh, foot are we looking at there, Troy? Kind of a... That's the uh, <laughs> Smith & Wesson uh, side planter. It does the old side plant to the face. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We can only be watching one thing, and that is Billy Jack. Oh, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. How many... Uh... <laughs> now... Matt, do you own the Criterion Collection of all the Billy Jacks? I do not. Okay, I know I don't. Does anyone else that we know own the entire collection well, of Billy Jack? not Criterion Collection, but... <laughs> Troy, do you want to say to save yourself? Uh, hmm? What? You, you, own the full, you own the full collect, the full Monty. All of the Billy Jacks mm, are yours. Yeah, yes, yes. How, how many? I think there's four. I haven't gotten, I've gotten through two. I've powered through two, but yeah, I don't know. It's going to take a while to get to the other two. So, yeah, it's, um, it's a dedicated stuff. soul. It's yeah. very dedicated. Yeah, this, uh, B- Billy I Jack. I did it for you guys, man, for the podcast, man. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a cult, um, cult classic. About a cult. About a cult. Ish. <laughs> yeah, God, that. Ish. Yeah, you feel, you know that feel, you know you're getting old when, in movies, you start like rooting for the establishment. <laughs> like, God, that fucking school <laughs> close him down. <laughs> why? Why do I hate Vladimir Putin? I mean, has he ever done anything to me? Yeah, is he? Is he trying to teach my children about critical yeah, race theory? Feed you dog? Yeah, he's yeah. not. He's done none of those. No. Things. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Turn the other cheek with him too. He's he'll be he'll be fine. He'll 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 settle. Yeah. So Billy way. Billy Jack. It's also one interesting thing about this film is it's kind of a it was kind of a passion project of of. Uh, um, Tom, Tom Laughlin, right? Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's own money. Yeah. So he put up, he put up front of the cash for this. Um, that must've been upwards of four figures. <laughs> no. Yeah. There was a lot of flour and then there was, uh, you know, um, <laughs> that's, that's the main expenditure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ice cream cones. Uh, well, a box. We didn't yeah, see any cones yeah, actually. Right. Well, We'll get it in so, too, so yeah, too far ahead. Horse, but, yeah. horse, uh, horse meat, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, Billy Jack is the is the kind of and it and it. We'll we'll talk more about this in the in the podcast, I presume. But it it really taps into a lot of seventies kind of 
Native American um, kind of nostalgia, and they're really having their moment in a in a political context as well with the American Indian movement, right? Um, and uh, I know Matt has something to say in, in a bit about some of those uh, something th- those soldiers um, who uh, Native American soldiers who fought in Vietnam as well. Uh, but yeah, but this this kind of this sort of uh, it also has a bit of the David Carradine kind of like the the mystical Shaolin kind of like, right? Like I, I the, won't make a joke about that because last time I did, he got mad. You got did hung you up it? on it? <laughs> he did. I'm not going to leave no, you. I'm not Troy, leave you're hanging. not allowed to do that today, okay? Don't leave no. me hanging, Troy. No, I don't want to cry on, on <laughs> podcast again. Wait till, yeah. he's, wait till he's drinking his mouth. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking, speaking of which. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, what, 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 what do you got there for us, Matt? You brought over some. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I hit the wrong sound effect. <laughs> Whoops. Is that after you introduce it? <laughs> that was great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Get the song? Yeah. Oh, we got the, we got the beer of the week. This beer is dedicated to the children of the Montessori school <laughs> that are featured in the film. This is the extended cut. <laughs> Must be a tall boys, maybe. That's where it did an extended cut. That's normal. So, okay. This beer is called High Achieving Smart Kids. <laughs> it is Which from is the, uh, antithesis of this movie, Salem Oath Brewery. Yes. Yeah, this it's about, is a, it's about the kids in the school. Okay, the high achieving smart kids of the yeah. Monas. I think they're. I forget. Got a fancy plastic ba- paper bag. It's not a bad taste. Yeah, there you go. Well, um, this is this is set. The setting of this is sort of small town Arizona. Any uh, town USA. Any town USA. This is nineteen nineteen seventy. When is this? They filmed it earlier, but they cut it, released it in 71. But yeah, it's, yeah, right. Yeah, right so it's there. right. Prescott is where they filmed it. That's right. Um, that's uh, right in that. The town, anyway. But. In that zone. And you've been to Prescott, right, Troy? Did yeah, you? and in fact, I sent, a, I sent you a photo of, of yeah. Montezuma's castle that I was at when, when the movie was filmed, too. Put that which on. Which now, of course, you, yeah. Put that on our Instagram, Matt. Yeah, we don't have Twitter, one of those. Or our Twitter, whatever <laughs> that is. Okay. Um, put that on the, the tick to the, <laughs> the napalm TikTok. Um, <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> MySpace, <laughs> yeah. the, 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 it's shot kind of like a made for TV movie. Uh, it has, it has a lot of those elements in it and, um, but, but uh, some interest, the, the, did you like the intro shot? The, uh, um, the wild horse, the wild, wild, wild horses horse. couldn't drag me away. Troy and I grew up next to some wild horses. Well, those. Those that was not acting. That, those horses were all lathered up. I mean, that, that they didn't look like they were in good shape. They were yeah, and the, and they were like running for, them hard, forcing them to like jump off. Of, do you see them? They're falling off of cliffs. I'm like, okay, not cool, guys. <laughs> right. Like they break their legs. Like, yeah, the the movie did not have the disclaimer at the end. No animals were harmed in the making of this movie because I, I saw a horse fall off a cliff. Yeah. So, yeah. I I told I told Matt this was the this was the rare 
all animals were harmed in the filming of this movie <laughs> <laughs> kind of, uh, at the beginning. Yeah, but um, we're uh, we're kind of we're kind of left with the image of a of, of the wild horse roundup, and then also, um, uh, I guess right before that, it's kind of like a cold open, uh, a sheriff driving around, and then uh, uh, one sheriff comes up to the other and says, "Found your daughter, where? Hey, Ashbury again." <laughs> Yep. Like, like this is a, as though this is a common. She's running away to the the hippy dippy San Francisco. Of course. Yeah. Right. And um, part of what's funny about this film is I'm not sure who they're trying to like. Like all of their depictions are are off slightly. If they're trying to like make fun of, um, slightly. <laughs> <laughs> just a just a wee bit. Uh, it caricatures like every yeah every group basically and and not and not well, well. without actually using the group yeah, yeah exactly no. <laughs> um no it was okay corrales but we'll get there so there's a wild horse roundup and we we see uh, tom who is um he is mixed in the native american and white and they they talk about uh they talk about this or of a big deal he's tapped into sort of his this is the rolling uh, thunder shoshone nation Yes, yeah, that was the name of uh, Mickey Hart's first solo album. Okay, yeah, and which he references. Wait. I don't think he references Mickey. Did, that. <laughs> that album came out in '72, so just after this. Okay. Yeah, so for our fan, for our listen-alongs, yeah, check that out. Oh yeah, uh, it opens with the uh, like a Shoshone prayer chant thing at the beginning, which is that, nowhere yeah. near where this was filmed. So yeah, yeah, they were, guys, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Not uh, the West is there's like 500 nations. This is, this is not all the same, but gloss over a lot of things in this film. Uh, they're, 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 they're gathering up wild horses and uh, apparently to, to make them into dog food. Uh, did you pay attention? Six cents a pound. Yeah, that's how much dog food, food companies are paying for Mustang. So it's they're rounding all these up. Wasn't uh, DeKalb the last... Uh... Yeah. Plants for horse meat in in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. we had our own horse meat. Have See. you ever tried horse? Troy? That's your that's your aware of. Yeah, I have actually. I've tried it overseas, like as a delicacy. But yeah, yeah. It was fine. It was all right. It was really rich or lean. So yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was. It's all right. I guess I wouldn't. Yeah. Anyway, why the long face? <laughs> so um, they're doing them. <laughs> I wish I had the audio cable. <laughs> Musking round up. Uh, Wilbur. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and so we see uh, what's the son's name? Troy. It's not Bernard. It's uh, uh, yeah, Bernard. The, the dipshit is Bernard. Yeah. So it's the Bernard, son, yeah. he he wants to he doesn't Bernard, want to shoot wild horses. <laughs> what what one weird thing about this movie is the bad guy in this film. Right at the beginning, we're supposed to be sympathetic to him because his dad is like, you know, they got the wild horses pinned in. Like, shoot that thing! And, like, fish in a barrel, shoot it, and he doesn't want to. Um, he's a pacifist, you know. I mean, he's just he's just rapey. He doesn't like kill an animal, but he's <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, rape raping is fine. But, but it's an odd, but it's, it's an odd <laughs> choice, right? Like that he's he's the first character we have sympathy for, outside of the yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But then they don't develop that at all. No, nope, like, no, so. that goes away immediately. Um, and they're just about to shoot when <laughs> Billy Jack comes out of the woods and uh, tells them they're illegally on Indian land, and um, gives them a speech. 
I like the non-subtle moving of the hands toward their guns that all the guys were doing. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do these close-ups and like hands like inching. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very bonanza kind of filming. Like the you know like there's a, there's got to be a shootout and like let's have like a. They should have done like yeah the. The panning in of the eyeballs, like in the good, bad, and the ugly, they should have done that too. I don't know what they were thinking. This but. this isn't that cool, Troy. They, they uh, that's true. Um, and uh, to, but uh, let's talk about Tom Laughlin. He looks kind of like a badass. He's got his. Uh, he looks like Lou Diamond Phillips a little bit to me, like uh, like uh, from Young Guns. It's kind of got that look. The, yeah, I don't know if it's. He's got he's got the G. He's got the sort of Canadian tuxedo, um, going with the uh, bre- black that's shirt. Naked. Um, that's a jeans on jeans. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Levi's top and bottom. Uh, he's got the ubiquitous, awesome black, uh, tall black hat with the with the bead band on it. Um, I think Matt and I saw something that he like says he saw, found it in like a thrift shop. It's like I gotta have that hat. Well, his wife was getting. They were so his wife's from Winter, South Dakota, and that's kind of where this film was kind of based off the the from the rosebud reservation that they were getting treated badly and and then i guess she was called yellow hair and they were throwing eggs at her and they so they got this hat in the Mm. drugstore and that was and then he's like i have to have that and it had nothing it was just kind of random like they supposedly got it to kind of cover them from the eggs being thrown at them but uh i was like that's kind of an interesting story i guess i don't know from tom good old written and produced by tom laughlin and directed and acted and everything so. B- Billy Jack is, uh, and we hear this, you know, so, so he, he tells him, you know, you're on the Indian land, you're not allowed to shoot those here. And it's him against, I don't know, like a half dozen armed guys. Yeah. And they all stand down because they know he is a badass. He's a war hero who hated the war. Uh, he lives with an old holy man who is preparing him for the ancient ways. There will be a lot of kind of ancient ways talk in this um, in this here film uh, protects the horses and um, and the Indian kids at the school. So we learn about there's a school, there's Tom, there's Billy Jack out protecting everything, and uh, so yeah, it's quite a uh, quite a table they've set up a rich smorgasbord, folks. Um, Maybe a buffet, you could say. But it's it's uh, it's no better than. A bit of uh, napalm theater, if we do say so. Uh, right out of the right out of the gates, <sighs> there is there's a lot of cringe in this film, um, and we we get it right from scene one. Uh, well, scene like three, I guess. But I'll I will be playing the part of the uh, asshole sheriff, and Troy will be playing his daughter, and I will be sitting this out. But I will uh, just say up front, this is a good glimpse into uh, some of the kind of dark uh, themes that this yeah. movie deals with and sometimes deals with them pretty seriously and sometimes less so, let's say. But um, Yeah, this is, not an, this is not a fun, easy watch. We'll just put that out there for the, for the kids. All right. And scene. Okay, so this Napalm Theater, we have Asshole Sheriff talking to Nate Ashbury daughter. Hiya, sweetie. My first instinct is to beat the hell out of you. You know that, don't you? But it probably wouldn't do any good now, would it? I bet you're hungry. Can I fix you something to eat, Barb? How long since you last eaten? Two days. 
two days. No wonder you don't look well. I don't look well because I've got hepatitis and a goddamn abscess tooth that's killing me. Well, let's call a doctor. You can't call the doctor. He'll make me stay in the hospital. I know, but that's the only way to cure hepatitis. Not because of hepatitis, because of the baby. What baby? The it baby. I'm pregnant. You're what? Pregnant. I've been expecting this. How long? Maybe six weeks. All right. Where's the father? Where's the father? That's funny. I don't even know who the father is. What's that supposed to mean? It means, concerned father, that I was passed around by so many of those phony Maharishi types who kept telling me love is beautiful and all that bullshit. In other words, concerned father. I got bald by so many guys, I don't know who the father is going to be. White, Indian, Mexican, or black. Hits daughter. And scene. Wow. Sexy Sadie. So, yeah. That, have you done? That sets a little tone for the... Uh, um, <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. You know, like, like they're, they're like... Uh, there's no... You don't... By the end of the show, maybe it's a nihilist, you know, movie ultimately you don't seem to sympathize with anyone. Maybe the the kids from the reservation are the are the only ones who come off decently but um uh yeah so that's a little that's a little flavor of the heavy themes in this in this movie that is uh we we just we just watched your rocky 4 uh and uh yeah more little little lighter fare even though it dealt with thermonuclear war better <laughs> better i don't know about that i mean well, we'll get we'll, we'll save see. it save it for the rating. All right, so yeah, the uh, you know he's gonna he's gonna uh, I I like the focus on hepatitis. I was also like what <laughs> and her abscess tooth. Um, well, the Maharishi call outs nice. That's very uh, Beatle influenced. Yeah, they yeah. Were, uh, kind of turned off because it turned out he was a phony and was just trying to get grab ass. So I guess they're not. At least they're not like lionizing. The, the that group either they're they're kind of right yeah um so so he smacks he smacks her and billy jack comes up on her in the woods and then he takes the daughter to a native school and so this is where we find um now did he and the head head school principal did they have a little chemistry little thing going on it seemed like would you want to know the real behind the scenes on that? Oh, Troy, that's some... his that that's his wife actually in real life. So that could be part of it, maybe. But I know they're great actors, but that's also his wife. So <laughs> his, <laughs> some really good actor. His wife was a terrible actor. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, and now I know who she, how she got that job. Exactly. Oof. Yeah. Um, that's that explains a lot. Oh, uh, so um. This school, I mean, does this sound like a real, this is a real cool school. So a Montessori school, right? Yeah. So it's like where you focus on, um, you know, not math tests and science and all that stuff, but it's like finding some act, some thing you do well, like that you focus on. So it might be like art or yoga meditation, meditation or weaving a blanket or play. There's a lot of focus on psychodrama uh, and role playing, role playing. (laughs) And and learning how to write bad music on guitars. So oh, yeah. there's a lot of that. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, those are some. Those are some tunes. I thought. I mean, not since. Not since. Uh, uh, what's the Russian film we watched? Have we seen? <laughs> have we had uh, music this bad in the? Uh, it reminded me of that because but, it's very much like a. A you know if you had like deadly a, coordinates like or... a photograph of what music of this era is that you like xeroxed you know like eighteen <laughs> generations away from the original like you know it's right. just kind of this like blurry like I can kind of make out that it's supposed to be like you know like I don't know Jefferson and, Airplane and, or something and the crazy but... thing is it's from the period like yeah. you know it's not it's like they're in it and they still well they spent all their budget on oh. flour so maybe they couldn't afford to pay well for, again uh, here's some behind the scenes don't read. I don't know if we're jumping the the girl. Are we are we getting into that? The one that was singing the song, the little uh, sure, yeah, girl? she was obnoxious. What's her story? She, that's that's the, <laughs> that was that's a young also, Britney Spears. That, that's that's their daughter too. So that that also oh, helps you. God, that totally. <laughs> it's like that. It makes all the sense in the world. Like who would who would who would cast this terrible? Ah, she God. really wants to be a singer, so we'll put her in the movie and. I kept part. thinking, like, why doesn't the sheriff, like, hold her hostage or, like, keep her from smash her guitar? She was. There was something like, if the only way to be in the movie is to write your own lyrics, because we don't want you to just recreate, you know, an you know, old Joan Baez song. We want the original. So that's kind of what the story is behind that. More like cl- clone Baez. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, we get, like, uh, and we get some, there's some real outsider stuff going on here, folks, like, uh, for some reason, they mime her birthing a, a black baby Jesus. That was uh, that was a fun um, uh, this psychodrama. That, that was they, a good one. The, that was a good one. Yep. Uh, oh, they, so they so they bring her to the school and like, oh, you're pregnant. Like, let's do a skit right now. You can pretend <laughs> to give birth to um, black baby Jesus. Black baby Jesus. Um, there's a, there's a, there's the a weird like kind of like grease like a, a chick with a '69 shirt. Like that's like you know the va va voom. They're really. Uh... But she looked. She was older, right? Like she. <laughs> yeah, she, she like... was like thirty five. Well, I'm, I'm saying, like, did she like work there or something? Or <laughs> it was so it was so unclear. Well, like, she just like kind of walked was... past at one point. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's breasts on screen. Everyone, take a look at them. And then it was like we didn't see her again until like later in the movie. So <sighs> she she looked like she's from the Pink Ladies from Greece. I mean, she had that kind of look going. Yeah. Anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah, no, there was like the name of that group was in, including uh, including uh, um, Johnny Lightning from WKRP in Cincinnati works at this school. Uh, spoiler, there's uh, yeah, he he had some he had some pretty awesome pants. Did you like his like red velvet? Um, no, pants not really. Or, no, and purple shirt like it's amazing. Like oh. he had it all going on. Yeah, um, <laughs> and so you know there, there's songs about. Just going off to war, fighting and killing, and families and children. So that's the like, girl. That's the daughter, Troy. Yeah, the dead. Uh, yeah, that's the yeah that one of the daughters. Okay, I have maybe some I don't know how many of them in the movie, but she was definitely one. Some of the, girl sings sit, shitty song about her brother and war. Long song. That's what I have in my notes. <laughs> her dead brother. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I'm I'm you know minimizing the the lo- her loss, but uh, yeah. And then uh, a bad song. we hear about that uh, uh, okay. Tom's going to undergo the, uh, going to be the brother to the snake, let the snake bite him. We'll see that later. Um, and then is that kind of a Martin. euphemism, or what's, what are we talking about here? Uh, no, this is real, but uh, not yet, oh, though. Shit. Because now the Freedom Bus, the Freedom School Bus has come to town. It's a Freedom School. And uh, it's like super, like, dialed up cliche, like, 
the bus pulls up in the town square and like like 18 people run out of the bar and like look at them long-haired weirdos <laughs> when are you gonna do something about those long hairs <laughs> uh yeah and then uh there's a there's a scene in there where this uh one of the girls or the uh, brandon is that his name that or the but Bernard, yeah, Bernard, Bernard yeah, is Bernard. like harassing one of the girls, and she's like, um, "He's like, what's your name? My name's Up. What's your last name? Yours. Boom. <laughs> like, yeah. There's lots of that's the level of writing. Like, and um, but we learned that the native students do not feel welcome in the ice cream parlor, and for good reason, which we learn yeah. when they go yeah, in. Yeah, that's right. Um. And so, uh, yeah, the, uh, I think Rand Paul is running the ice cream shop and he decides who he does and does not want to serve based on any characteristic he chooses. Yeah. Any criteria he, he decides. Yeah. And so, um, they were, they, they're not, not only not going to serve the, uh, native kids, but, uh, Bernard comes in and, uh, says like, well, you got a policy against serving you know, kids who aren't white, so let's make them white. And he gets out a scoop of flour, dumps it over a kid's head. Um, obviously, serious dick move. Um, and then uh, does he punch? He he punches another student, right? That's is he on the ground then? Yeah, I think the that was Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so one of the native kids tries to protect the other kid, and then um, and oh shit, Billy Jack comes into the store. Mm-mm. And oh, no, you didn't. Uh, and I have in my notes gives a big fucking speech. <laughs> and, yeah, long speech, <laughs> then beats them up. So yeah, that goes like if you read the reviews for this movie, a lot of a lot of reviewers are like, I'm confused by the by the you know the the tone of this movie. Like, okay, violence is not the answer. Repeat, and then like everything is solved by him kicking everyone in the face. <laughs> is uh is basically how um how we're made to believe. Uh he has they have like a total kind of um he has a spider sense tingling like he can tell that they're messing with his car. He's out uh shows this kind of, you know, again kind of a cliche of sort of uh you know, in, indigenous magic wisdom or something. Um and he walks out in the t- town square. If you've seen a clip from uh from Billy Jack, it's probably this one. Uh, how do you how do you like this fight scene, Troy? Um, well, I guess if you can't take a gun to a foot fight, uh, I guess it's okay. I mean, he's pretty much telling him what he's going to do, and he does it. It's pretty it's pretty awesome. But I mean, in real life, yeah, yeah. Most of this most of this movie, there's quite a few firearms involved. I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Anyway, and the town is fairly bigoted, so yeah, I don't think it would have a problem to pop him. Did you guys think how little- did how did you think of the strategy of the bad guys to attack him? You know, one one on one is the way to do it. If you're a bad guy, you want to wait till the other guy gets thrown onto the ground. Then you and then you kind of jump (laughs) over the guy's shoulder and then he throws you over. You kind of use that inertia. So, yeah, that's how you do it. When it's 40 to one, you just come like a video game (laughs) one at a time. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, this is uh, yeah, this is this this is very first person first person kicking game. Yeah. Well, they eventually figure it out after he beats up like 10 of them and then they kind of. Somehow they kind of gang up right, on more him. Than and, they, they hit him with a sick over the head, and then yeah. they're like... Why wouldn't you hit him in the feet? Why wouldn't you break his feet? I mean, that would be the way to do it, right? If you're going to... What you're if he shot it? you in the face? <laughs> Troy's that, on that record as pro-foot 
binding or I'm, I'm, um, something like that. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, we're gonna say the the the. I'm gonna take this right foot and I'm gonna whop you on that <laughs> side of your face. It's, it's a it's a kind of a funny line. Tells this tells the sheriff. So there are a couple sheriffs. It's confusing, but there's a the real bad one that's beaten up his. Uh, and then the, and then another one. There's I guess there's like three sheriffs that are right. There's the guy he kicks in the face, the guy who beat up his daughter, and then like the kind of good sheriff who diffuses the situation at the end. Yeah. Is the one he kicks in the face so. a sheriff? Or is he just like a pop? I don't know what he is. I think he's town. just like a town councilman. Big city, I, I think he's like a big city slicker. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a city slicker. <laughs> um and uh and so but but the the good sheriff comes and like says like, hey, the diffuse this situation. Um and then without explanation, like a lot of this movie where there's like smash cut, we're at the native school and uh Martin is riding the horse. Uh, and then and falls off of that horse. Right after everyone tells him not to ride the horse. Yeah, it's like, don't ride that horse. That horse is dangerous. Like, I wonder what's going to happen when he gets on it. Yeah. Uh, so the police come out, and they search the native school, and then... Um, They're looking for Barbara. Yeah, because they think, they know that there's rumors that the uh, uh, abused girl is is holed up at the, at the uh, native school. Right, and so the... Uh Students from the school join together and sing a terrible hippie-influenced song, oh. and the song is so bad that the cops abandon their search because they just can't take it any longer. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I thought, like, oh, just get out of there, guys. Um, it's like the Guantanamo Bay of music. It's like, well, we, we have to get out of here. <laughs> instead, of, instead of Metallica, they're playing, yeah, this sort of uh, clone Baez, and, uh, you know, it's bad, and... and <laughs> The, everyone, the, everyone is so into it too. Like the crowd is just like this, loving it. Um, that this must really. Yeah, I don't even really remember the lyrics. I, I kind of block that part out of my head. I think, but some rainbow song, you know. Uh, okay, and so then we get to um, the town council where we're gonna have. Oh, Billy has hidden Barbara. By the way, yes, that's why. So she's not there. She is hidden. That's right, listeners. You get a double shot of uh, of Napalm Theater. But wait, there's more. So we're at the town council. And here we go. Town councilman. In view of the violence of this episode at the ice cream store, and in view of the extreme likelihood that only more such violent, violent events, even more severe in nature, is liable to erupt at any moment, inflicting serious harm to members of the community, as well as students and faculty of the school, and interest of everyone's safety and the establishment of law and order, or the board unanimously votes to request the city attorney to seek a court injunction restraining members of the Freedom School from coming into town, except on Saturday between the hours of noon and four, and then only in groups of six or less. To the point of this resolution, we're now opening the floor. If you'd care to make a statement or ask a question affecting this matter. My name is Phil Crowder, man, and I'm a student at the school. It was beat up! Oh, this guy's Jim Billy Jack, right? Mr. Chairman, would you yield? The chair rec- recognizes Duck. I'd like to remind this board that the violence at the ice cream parlor was caused by the townspeople and Billy Jack. The students from the school had nothing to do with it. There's one man on our council here who agrees with you that it was not the fault of the school. We are, there are more than one person. Excuse me. Excuse me. Well, Mary, there are a lot of citizens that agree with that. Has the floor. 
Why don't you take a bath? Yeah, loser. That's a beautiful statement. If you have something to say, you'll come forward and you'll give your name to that and make a statement. Okay, Corrales. Okay, Corrales. Respect this meeting enough to give your proper name. My proper name is Okay Corrales. Do you have something against Mexicans? Okay wants to speak. Let Okay speak. Okay, okay. Do you have anything to say, Mr. Corrales? To speak to the resolution, it appears not only the spirit, but the letter of the Constitution and many states and federal laws. And it's something that you ought to consider before you even bother sending it to the new city attorney. The chair recognizes Mr. Posner. But the door doesn't... Loser! Order! Order! The chair recognizes Mr. Posner. I respect what Mr. Corrales has said, and our intentions are really parallel with his. I would like to preserve the peace. We would like to see children unharmed, and we are passing this measure with that intent. We would like to not have violence. How come your son pours flour over Indians? (laughs) Mr. Johnson, when is the last time you cut your hair? When's the last time you brushed your teeth, sir? You're out of (laughs) order, Phil. Why don't you take a bath? All right, now I want to see this meeting run orderly. Chairman, by our behavior at this council, we're proving to these students that most of the things they believe about us are true. But they're proving to us that most of the things we fear about them are also true. Man, this council sucks! Proceed! A little girl in the school has something she'd like to read. What's your name, young lady? <laughs> yeah, I have to look on the next page here. <laughs> My name is Kit, and her name is Carol, and she has nothing, something she'd like to read. How old are you, young lady? Eleven. Eleven? <laughs> Too old for you! <laughs> Just Tito. about old enough for you, I guess. Proceed, young lady like to read a speech, and after it's done, I'd like you to guess who said it in public. The streets of our country are in turmoil. The universities are filled with students rebelling and rioting. Communists are seeking to destroy our country. Russia is threatening us with their might, and the republic is in danger. Yes, danger from within and from without. We need law and order. Without law and order, our nature cannot survive. Who wrote it? Well, that's very nice, young lady. Do you want to know who wrote it? Adolf Hitler wrote it in 1932, and I run from Nixon's cabinet to your cancer is repeating it today. Wow. <laughs> and the Oscar goes too. Are yeah, you going? Are you going to go to the Oscars? Are you going to have? Uh, um, like Marlon, you can do pull a Marlon Brando. I, I'm pretty sure I'm not getting nominated. Okay. <laughs> I think I would have heard by now. Uh, well, I mean, I think this, these episodes, um, you know, you'll, you'll be nominated for the next Oscar season. You'll be um, eligible. So keep it there. Uh, oh God, where are we? So the town council meeting that this, the, the movie is, I mean, we were given, sh- you know, shitty, funny, but the movie is almost as bad, and it's not—it's not doing that intentionally. It is. Uh, oh, you've got like, um, you know, the Star Spangled Banner on saxophone. They're playing in the in the town. It's like everyone's worst nightmare of like what a, and like an awful like why I wouldn't go into politics ever. 
it's like a parks and recreation like town council meeting that's just like <laughs> the worst uh man um unmask our children <laughs> yeah exactly it's totally that uh then um back to the freedom school they have convinced like one oh, yeah. or two of the board members yeah, well, to come visit the school <laughs> that this is this is what i love so so it's you know it didn't go great with the town council they're like hey Come and see what we're doing at this school. We'll totally impress you. <laughs> yes, yeah. this, this skit with the uh, with Johnny Lightning. Uh, they're pantomiming driving and smoking, and I'm just trying to understand like how this stupid skit. Like, yeah, they get the board members to act in this like ad libbed <laughs> skit about like they're smoking dope. Their cops are smoking dope or pulling over people and accusing them of smoking dope or some, yeah. some stupid like. Is it is? Uh, I was trying to imagine um, Al and Linda, um, you know, at the at the at the PHS at a at a at a, at a play. This is this is yeah. Not they would a, be my. They would have walked out pretty quickly. So <laughs> Al would have sh- shaken his head yeah. disappointingly. The, t- the town council loves the skit they put on for some. Like, yeah, they like walk out of there like, wow, God, well, you're doing some amazing shit here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great, great, great work, up. great work. Keep up the, yeah, no, it's it's like the worst. Like I, I would pull my kids out of that school. Like okay, oh, yeah. So um, unmask our children. <laughs> and then we get uh, oh, then we have the uh, rattlesnake ceremony. And so yes. um, Tom Laughlin is dancing around. Um, if he lives, snake. he becomes blood brother with the snake. Yeah. If he dies. He dies. Well, um, this, uh, the, you know, this, this is a pretty PTSD. <laughs> the, the scene I was, uh, um, I was bitten by a rattlesnake and I was the, for the, uh, there's a pretty great news. We should put this on this is the a historical context here. Yeah. We should put this on, uh, cause it's pretty hilarious in the newspaper I'm reading from here. So my mother, who's a tough Wyoming gal, they, you know, like Eric is in the, uh, myself in a, you know, in a coma in the hospital. And then, uh, they asked me, you know, Miss Jones, what do you have to say? He's in the, you know, intensive care unit. And my mom <laughs> quote, uh, this is from, uh, July 7th, 1988, Powell, Wyoming, uh, quote, needless to say it ruined our 4th of July plans. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It's Job, awesome. Gail. Yeah. Uh, miss you, Bob. She was, she, <laughs> In her own tough love way, I knew she she cared in it. It did it did ruin our Fourth of July pans when I was bitten by the snake. Um, way to go, Eric! But uh, yeah. so Tom Coughlin is bit like a hundred times, and I like how he's just like walking around after like yeah, no big, no big deal. That, that he would he would he would not be able to walk, folks. Here's a little. Uh, and he grabbed the snake after like four or five bites, and like he, just kind of chucked it. Yeah, right. But it's still he was still heavily envenomated. Yeah, from all of those bites. Uh, so um, what do we got? We got uh, uh, I got sheriff beating oh, the up ghost, some Indians. Ghost dance stuff. Okay, yeah, because he is um talking about uh Vavoka and kind of the the idea of the ghost dance, and he's like, I guess, oh he's, yes, cha- right. he's channeling Vavoka. And he's gonna then teach the students. He mentions him by name. Yeah, Yeah. right. Um, And that he's gonna teach them the ghost dance. So that is getting at like uh, Wawoka was um, Paiute tribe Nevada. Um, 
so this would be like late 19th century. Um, yeah, like influenced by Christian theology. Um, he has a vision and devises kind of one of the most distinctive forms of resistance to um, cultural assimilation, uh, which is the ghost dance. And then the, the theory behind the ghost dance is this is going to allow Native Americans to reestablish control, raise uh, their dead, and uh, force whites to disappear. And so it... The ghost dance, you know, really actually embodies like several Christian principles as well. Links um, Native American redemption to Judgment Day. Spreads really quickly. Um, spreads east to the Lakota Sioux tribe, which is in Northern Plains region, so Dakota area. Um, and that draws the ire of the Army. U.S. Army sees it as a sign of kind of renewed resistance. December 29th, 1890. Wounded knee. Uh, on the Pine Ridge Reservation in South Dakota, 7th Cavalry group of Lakota ghost dancers. Uh, confrontation there results in the death of about 250 Native Americans. So that's what's known as the Wounded Knee Massacre. And, uh, you know, really cements the, I guess, investment of the government of the United States in the destruction of Native American culture. Um, yeah, a super, a super dark, like, a, you know, kind of, it's it, it's become a shorthand for, the the massacre and and forced removal of of Native American wounded knee and yeah so we'll but wasn't go- it kind of neglect after a certain point after into the night did they quit using the ghost I mean this is 1970 now when they're doing this on the movie isn't it yeah. a little outdated uh, at this point I mean wasn't it trying to well it's be playing fast towards- and loose the movie I think is yeah I but guess he you're says right he's yeah. channeling Wovoka like because of <laughs> oh, the like, okay. spiritual connection due to the yeah. snake okay. bite yeah. part okay. of the ceremony. Okay. Um, All right. He, he doesn't well, say channel, he's channeling I mean, I was, invincibility or. I was yeah. born a half an hour away from Moon Denise. I'm more I'm more Native American than Tom Laughlin's going to be. I'm sorry. Yeah, Oops. he's uh, Tom. Uh, I'm not sure he's, but but you know the the this is a um, again the 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 American Indian movement had had on the heels of the Civil Rights Movement there there was this recognition that um, uh, they had not they had it had not been properly uh, acknowledged uh, native rights native yeah. privilege native lands so many things and um and so we see a lot of activism um and sort of this this is kind of um and then harsh reaction to that activism yeah, right. so yeah they um American Indian movement is founded in Minneapolis in 1968 um protesting kind of urban poverty marginalization by the government um with uh, racial cultural pride also, it engages in a bunch of different measures to promote rights of Native Americans. Um, the organization, you know, famously, it's one of the leaders of the occupation of Alcatraz from 1969 to 71. That's led by um, a Mohawk, Richard Oaks. And he... Um, he Is that AIM? Was that AIM? AIM? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. He okay. leaves actually in 1970. His daughter um, like falls um, from. Oh, I didn't know that. Like on Alcatraz, like from like some, I don't, I don't remember what, like some walkway or something, and, and dies. Um, oh, God. And so he's like, you know, real broken up about that. Obviously, he leaves the local area though. Is you know at least accepting and supportive enough to like be supplying them with like food and you know they'd like people like just take boats of food and water and stuff out to them like constantly um but it kind of peters out by 71 um federal bureau of indian affairs they occupy in 1972 um 
they occupy wounded knee. In 73. Um, yeah, right. yeah. So same place as the massacre. Um, and then there's violent encounters with the FBI in response to that. Um, but uh, one of the results of groups like AIM is, and other uh, agitation was UF government um, kind of solidifies its shift in its policy away from like Indian termination, i.e. assimilation. So assimilation, right. like that goes back to like the Dawes Act and stuff where you're like building these schools, like where, you know, the young young kids have to are stripped entirely of their like cultural identity, like history or, or, or kind of forcibly adopted out into, you know, basically, um, you know, taken away from their parents and put into, put into white homes. Right. So Um, that's like official policy. Uh, I mean, that's the Dawes Act. So I forget what year the Dawes Act is, 896 or something, 1896. Um, assimilation's really like Jefferson's policy too, actually, if you want to go like way back to, uh, how to deal with Native Americans. And so, like, those that are sent on the Trail of Tears, like, uh, a couple decades post-Jefferson, well, he's not dead yet, I guess. He dies in 1820. Anyways, they had assimilated. Like, they were living, like, in towns. They had built churches and schools and everything, and they were acting, quote-unquote, white, and they were still kicked off their lands, even though they did the so-called right right thing. Um, Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's all I have at the moment. Yeah, so, so I mean, yeah, there, there are these weird kind of efforts at trying to be trying to be um, informed about sort of native Native American affairs, and I'm not sure they do a great job um, because when the when the school, I don't I don't want to take the to, the 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 side of the town council. But <laughs> Eric's pro council. The next, the, they they come into they say, oh, we got to come into town. The street theaters, the the they they're performers, and they do this like fake robbery, uh, and they get the sheriff involved. I mean, it's like, like guys, you know, you need to practice. Your yeah, art, this is weird. Like, I wonder if this was based on like the San Francisco mime troupe, like which was big in like the mid '60s and the late '60s. Um, kind of part of that whole scene bill graham promoted them for a long time in san francisco um but yeah it was i i thought this scene was actually funny um yeah where one guy's getting robbed and then it's like oh no you did it wrong you got to do it this way and then like and then giving him notes and then changing changing roles yeah (laughs) and then the sheriff shows up he's like put the gun down you know and at first you weren't clear if the sheriff is like arresting them or if he's like actually in on the play (laughs) he has Um, bullets in his gun i was a little stressed out yeah why I thought he wasn't in on it, and then I think they convinced him to be in on it or something yeah. like that's how I took it. Well, because he walked yeah. up and he thinks there's a there's a robbery going on. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, the, yeah. the one that was like, no, you got to have put at least one bullet in your gun, so like you, you you're like <laughs> acting, so you like know that you're dangerous. You know, like when you're you know. Yeah, easy there. E- <laughs> easy, easy there, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, let's. <laughs> I was gonna say easy there, Herschel Walker. Actually, that was. A- <laughs> Yeah. Both, Easy there, uh, yeah. deer hunter Christopher yeah. Walken. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And the circle is complete. Uh, May the circle <laughs> be unbroken. unbroken. So then we get Bernard. Uh, we get uh, the redhead uh, gal in the Corvette. For some, or for some reason, he pulls up. And she's like, "Sure, I'll jump in with you." Um, yeah, they don't show what happens in that conversation, but he's just like, hey, yeah. I'm a douchebag, and you have large breasts. Why did you get in my car? And, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it's another cringy, like, he's assaulted by by uh, Bernard, 
And uh, but luckily, yeah, she, he's like forcing her to take her clothes off at knife point. Um, and before it goes further than that, Billy Jack shows up. Yeah, and then uh, Billy Jack and the, and the principal, which is his his wife, we now know. Uh, they find them, and then <laughs> one of the the phrases like so she he, he uh Bernard has like cut her bra off, and we don't see anything, but um, got a little clips, but uh, but uh, and then. And he's like, okay, get out of here, you know, go, go, you know, while, while he's going to, because he's, gonna, Billy Jack's going to take care of Bernard. And she's like, will you look? And his response is like, probably. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like, a, I was like, dude, <laughs> you, you know, say, but she, I think she was, well, how, about, how about, how about, how about, thank, yeah, how about the, thank you, maybe. Yeah, exactly, know. exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, and so he's like, you need to drive that Corvette into the lake. And so he like sort of or dislocate your yeah. or I'll dislocate yeah. your elbow. Those are you your get choices. To pick. Yeah. Um, what are you picking, Troy? Yeah. It, ah, that's a tough one. I was I, also thinking like, why don't you rip, like step on the gas backwards and peel out of there? Like, yeah, yeah. Do some Starsky and Hutch shit. He do doesn't like a little whip around and he doesn't have a gun. Billy Jack, he yeah. can't like kick you when you're going thirty miles an hour. Or maybe he can. I don't know. Um, yeah, I probably would have taken the car, but since my dad paid for it, I guess it don't matter none. So it seems to be the case here. Yeah, I guess and, it's a spoiler alert. I'm just sorry about that. And then Brandon is, or Bernard is a loose cannon. He's out like he's got Billy Jack in his in his sights and his gun. He's ready. What what's he what's he hunting with there? Troy's that he's got a thirty out six. What is he? Uh, what's he? You know, I don't know the caliber. Yeah, it's a I was a uh, model seventy Winchester, just <laughs> hunting rifle, bolt rifle. But I I don't know what the caliber was. Can't tell from the. From them, from what he shot, I'm not uh, that good. You need to do your job. Right? <laughs> yeah, between yeah. one and a hundred. Right? I would say, yeah, thirty out six is a safe bet for a uh, rifle like that at that time. And uh, we see the 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 they spy on the teacher skinny dipping, and uh, this is a tough scene. Um, Tom Lawton's wife, so the Bernard and and this other guy, this other kind of goon. They uh they tie her up and 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 assault. I was not expecting this. And rape. I know it was, um, and it was so like. It's not that it was graphic because they don't show, but it was like, yeah, it was like, uh, it was pretty unsettling. I was just thinking it like, made it was, harder to kind of laugh at all the dumb shit in the movie when who you was had, watching yeah. this. Also, like, who's the audience for this? Like, you know, like it was bizarre. Like. It was way too much for kids or like or for anyone like And that's why he funded the movie because he tried to get the, you know, whoever whomever to to do it a big big and and they nobody would take do anyone to do it because of the a lot of it was because of the the nudity and so yeah, he I, had to, I felt like uh, it's late it's laid on so thick that like we get it like these are bad guys who don't understand the school like you don't, like they're like the writers room thinking like okay what's the craziest you know, like genocide, like, okay, well, let's step it back from there. What's the, you know, they, they're like, like, we, we already don't like this guy. Like, yeah. They, he like puts her in like, what, like four, like an X, like tied to the ground, like yeah. with stakes and has his buddy like hold her face and, oh man, that's like. Yeah. It's pretty dark. Um, but the, the, uh, the kids find her, one of the kids find her and they, but she's a pacifist. That's also, she's. So she doesn't want to tell Tom because she knows if she tells him, then he's going to go and kick everyone in the face. Um, tell Tom? Laughlin, or tell, tell Billy Jack. Oh, sorry. Billy yeah, Jack. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, what, who did I miss I, out I'm tied with him. I called Tom. Okay. Um, 
And so, oh God, well, the- I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump in real quick here. So this yeah. is why it bothered me. So she's this pacifist, but she gets to pick and choose when Billy kicks people's asses. I mean, they're going to, yeah. if they don't like her, if she's a pacifist, they're going to continue to do the same shit that they just did to her, right? I don't, I don't know. That's my, like, yeah, if you yeah, turn the other times cheek, to fight, they don't really, time to fight. they don't, like, yeah. yeah, they don't give a shit about her being a pacifist. They're going to still continue to- make trouble i guess or if you don't want to tell billy because he's going to go all like vigilante on you tell the sheriff that is like quasi sympathetic to you yeah the nice the nicer sheriff yeah 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 Yeah, no there there are a lot of uh loose ends um we see the 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 hate ashbury uh runaway daughter she's on the horse why are they letting people ride that fucking horse Like, like she also was not supposed to do that yeah. So we know what happens. So she falls off the yes. horse, um, loses the loses the baby. What do we find out about this baby, man? The doc says it was a boy. White. A white we fe- lost a white fetus is what Damn he says. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Uh Wow, she really dodged the bullet by uh yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah, exactly. yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, then, uh, like, uh, more school improv, <laughs> pretend to beat a guy not standing up, um, God, the, uh, oh, then the, the sheriff oh, comes the, back. the, uh, the, in the barber shop when the father's confronting the doctor in the barber chair. Oh, yeah. Like, he's trying to, like, hey, is that girl there? Like, no, he's, and the doc's like, no, it was a white baby, and the doc, the sheriff's <laughs> like, oh, yeah. no, it wasn't, she was, she was banging everything around, none of them, no, she wasn't banging any white people, and. Doc's like, no, I, I, I saw it was white. And he's like, yeah, I don't believe you. Why, why are you going all in on this fake news stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's such a weird plot. Like, oh, God, so much cringe. Yeah, we get it. The dad sheriff is an asshole racist. Yeah, yeah. That's, in case you weren't sure. That's clear. Um, the, the uh, In case you weren't sure, the next scene will really <laughs> solidify it. That's <laughs> when they evade the school. He, and they kidnap Martin and the girl, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, that, that's just, uh, th- then it gets really like, uh, you know, uh, the, the wheels come off the wagon and it's just like, you know, um, Cannonball Run. There's just like, <laughs> they kidnap, they kidnap the, the native kid. Uh, Real quick, just jump back like two seconds. Right before this, we get another play in the school where they do a Colin Kaepernick reenactment where uh, somebody's sitting down on a chair and the rest of them are standing for the pledge. Oh, yeah. And they all just bludgeon the other guy to death. Well, and pretend to um, during the play because he's not standing for the right, pledge. That's okay. <laughs> it for the pledge. Or the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. yeah so. we're, we're, again, another uh, odd choices being made at this Montessori. Right. School. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> now, now, uh, yeah, he kidnaps Martin and and a girl. I forget her name. Yeah. And um, oh god, I feel like a shootout. Um, there's a gunfight to free him. Um, yeah, she gets a gun. Yeah. She sneaks by and grabs one. She's kind of a badass. Um, Brandon, Ber- sorry, Bernard hunts down Martin. And uh, and kills him. We don't see the, we don't see him kill, but we see later that he's dead in the water. Um, sadly, um, we say I'm itching to kill somebody, and it just as well maybe you. Oh God, what happens then? Then, then it's just like uh, again more madcap kind of Keystone Cops. Um, and then and then Billy Jack discovers that Martin is dead, and so he is. You know, someone's gonna die. 
night. He is. And he uh, plays a game of 20 questions with uh, the school lady. Yeah. And uh, she doesn't want his to tell first him. guess is, were you raped? And uh, she says yes. So he wins. He's yeah. like, how did you know? I didn't know, he says. So she you he, he told just, yeah. me. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And so he hunts down Bernard. Yeah, he's not thrilled. And uh, he's, Bernard's in bed with an underage girl. 13-year-old. God. This film. Um, and then uh, Billy Jack, Billy Jack um, gets shot while he confronts uh, Bernard. Well, he's got to do it clean. He doesn't want to use a gun on him. So he'll take a bullet to the stomach as long as he doesn't have to, as long as he gets to finish him clean. Did you, the blood was very <laughs> realistic in this movie, I'm going to say. Like, it, was, it wasn't at all looking like ketchup or red paint. It was like definitely someone had done their theater craft. This was they really, stepped up their budget on that Super one. realistic. Yeah, flour and not ketchup. <laughs> and uh, so he like kind of chops him in the throat. Karate chops him, yeah, in the throat. Dead. Bernard is dead. Um, Finally. Yeah, it is finally. Yeah, he was a very unlikable bad guy. And then it's a real shootout at the OK Corrales. Um, we have uh, Billy Jack heads back to the school, and he's kind of holed up there. And uh, and yeah, there's he's like got all ba- these- well, so he's with Barbara and the dad. Barbara's dad, who is a sheriff, is like shooting at Billy Jack and Barbara. Well, they're like kind of running away from him, right? At his own daughter. At his own daughter, like yeah, yeah. yeah. that one. I but maybe he hates her. He hasn't really shown too much love and affection for her. My first instinct so, is to. So yeah. where's where's Billy Jack's footwork now? Is what I want to know. You know, like uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's got his shoes on, right? That's true. It could be part of the problem. He's handy. He, it, he's <laughs> good at running away into a building with a gun. I guess at this point, so. he's handy with a gun because uh, it, in a, I thought they were gonna draw this scene out more but like the 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 asshole sheriff pops up and billy jack just shoots him right in the head <laughs> it's like and that's over uh, you know yeah the, that was awesome that he was the main bad guy i thought they would make more hay out of that but nope they did not um did you notice where the Cal- california highway patrol um motorcycle police showed up for, on the scene to help fight against billy jack <laughs> They had like, like the chips helmets on and like the, uh, I think they had like the polyester brown shorts. <laughs> like, what is going on here? Oh, so you're saying it was a false flag? <laughs> yeah, These are like I, don't just I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, stage there. I don't know what was going on there. I was just confused by, wow, they really are pulling from everywhere. I guess here. So yeah, I, I was like, why, why haven't, why has not the FBI? Uh, uh, the solution through the whole film is like. Hey, the 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 town council and the sheriff office, especially, is like deeply problematic and um, criminal behavior. Like, like right? Why why are we not contacting the FBI? Well, if you want an infiltration of the AIM done, you get the FBI to do it. Okay, like, and it'll do it right. So, (laughs) yeah, like, why why do they call these people first? But uh, uh, Billy Jack is. Is gonna he's you know there kind of his own Alamo there he's under siege, and um, he uh, uh, what does he decide? He, Gene comes in and is like, yeah, you gotta give up. Uh, let me take Barbara. You know you can't solve everything by violence. Blah blah blah. And uh, she tells him she loves him, and he does too. But he won't go. Barbara won't go, and she's. 
says basically she's just trying to die dramatically, essentially. Um, so we've got a, about 100 guys shooting at the church. First Billy Jack. Barbara gets shot in the leg. Medics. A nice and, wooden church, yeah, with no yeah. insulation. Just, uh, just basically yeah. shoot through a two-by-four. Yeah. They can handle that. Maybe Dried not. out two-by-four. Yeah. Right. And then maybe not even a two-by-four. Yeah. Like, Particle like, board maybe, or something. Yeah. 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 Um, so they, then the medics come take Barbara out. Billy still won't go. Still bleeding this entire time. Seems to be doing okay, though. Yeah, he's got that, that paint is uh, staining his nice yeah. jacket. And and finally, then then uh, wife comes in and they negotiate, or the sheriff, like the sheriff comes in, and they uh, the the one that's not dead, <laughs> and they 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 want they I forget what the demands are for the school. Uh, ten years of money for the school, yeah. and Barbara will be, be on the board of directors adopted by Jean, <laughs> yeah. and they just say okay. And yeah. they're like, yeah, that's the ticket. We'll do that for you. Yeah, I mean, we have the power like to just do so that right So some <laughs> entity is going to be now paying for the school. We don't know what that entity is, but it's right. agreed to. And child services has to just automatically uh, uh, overthrow its process and just Well, Billy Jack it. said, you know, she's going with Jean, <laughs> so. Yeah, it's, it's right here. It's right here. Uh, and then we get a big, um, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, Go ahead and tell a neighbor. Go ahead and tell a friend. Tell yeah, in the name yeah, yeah. of Jesus. The, uh, you can justify it in the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, it's a good one. They, they, they talk Billy Jack down, and uh, he's going to live to fight another day. He, they handcuff him, and he walks out. And all of the, uh, all of the students line up, and they, yeah. they do sort of the black power. Power fist. Power fist. Yeah. Um, which is funny if you've been to if you've been to Arizona or the Southwest or the West, like like this school just suddenly has like you know like oh there's like fifty black people that also are attend this school. <laughs> it's it is so token tokenism like the both the appeals to like like you know like black power and to like it's it's just kind of so sloppily done that it's almost like oh you've got enough on your plate with the American Indian movement. Right is what is what I'm thinking. Yeah, like, or they could have gone yeah. into the Vietnam War stuff, which they didn't do at all. They don't even say the word Vietnam in the movie. We just know he's a veteran. Well, he's a green, green beret. Yeah, he's a veteran a green, of the war. Yeah. like is all we know. It's a badass green beret. Um, we should say so. We should say. Do you want to listen? Uh, Matt pulled up some good uh, quotes from uh, Hearts and Minds. Is this the point we should uh, should we listen to a little? Yeah, bit? sure. This is from um, uh, a Native American serviceman. Uh, from 1974's Hearts and Minds. Here we go. I always looked at, you know, the, the American fighting man as, as being, uh, you know, like, like a warrior of sorts, you know, due to, you know, my background, the way my mother brought me up. You know, she, she always spoke of the warrior societies of, of our tribe and of the different tribes Corporal around us and, and how that these men always had to, uh, to work to gain the respect of the people around them and, and how they, they had to live... Uh, more or less a life dictated to them by the society that they belong to, and it was extremely hard. I, I looked around, and, and from listening to, to my uncles and a lot of my relations, they, they had been in the Marine Corps, and they always told me that the Marine Corps was the hardest service to cope with physically and mentally. And I naturally wanted to be the best at that time, and, and I, I looked at the Marine Corps as being the elite of the elite, the warrior society in the United States. Now, 
and, uh, and then yeah. the second half of his talk speech. I wanted to go out and, and kill some gooks, you know. I, I, I really, I, I don't know, I, I guess I had been totally brainwashed because I could remember when, when people used to call me blanket ass or, or chief, and they still did, you know. I, I think the, my name was uh, Ira Hayes in boot camp, either Ira Hayes or Squaw, depending on what type of mood the drill instructor was in. But there I was, you know, saying, I want to go kill some gooks, you know. They were instructed. Um, yeah, so uh, Ira Hayes, that reference, he, he's one of the, what, six or seven guys that raised the flag at Iwo Jima. Um, yep. the, uh, the second flag. Famous, famous one. Um, uh, but, um, yeah, he touched on a few things. One of them is that kind of the so-called warrior tradition, which is interesting. Um, and that not... It's a, not every tribe or um, language group really had um, that so-called warrior tradition, um, and they but they are stereotyped in a lot of ways because of that. Like, and they even get in this mo- and like when he Billy Jack is sensing like, oh, the guy's done something to my car. Remember, like you said like spidey oh, right. sensor yeah. or whatever um but they're they're viewed like in the military it's like oh they have these like innate skills that like other people don't have so like um you might like on surface it's like a positive stereotype right it's like oh it's not a bad thing that they have this innate skill like this uh whatever you want to call it it's a, it's it's not a right. negative stereotype but Sixth it is sense. what's the reality is is that okay they they obviously have this inborn talent for like tracking or scouting or something like that. So uh, we're gonna put them all on point and, the, the most uh, dangerous and give them the most spots. dangerous yeah. jobs. Yeah, um, <laughs> right. So right. that's like what is like the reality in Vietnam for a lot of them. Um, it's interesting looking at like a lot of the like demographically they don't the military did not like categ- have a category for like American Indian, Native American, or whatever. So like other descriptions that recruiters would use included. Mongolian, Negro, Latin, Spanish, um, sometimes Caucasian. So it's hard to gauge like how many, but like some researchers that have done deep dives into this sort of thing um, estimate that 1.4% of all troops in Vietnam were uh, Native American. And at the time they were represented um, 0.6% of the population in the U.S. So very high disproportionate representation. Um, uh, in during the Vietnam War, uh, and so, yeah, that's um, yeah, a little bit on that. And those quotes, I think, from that soldier's perspective, kind of show both sort of sides, right? So he's from his yeah. his personal uh, historical perspective, they have that warrior tradition. He wanted to kind of continue doing with that, uh, but then he's also kind of the duality of like, I want to kill a gook, but at the same time, I'm being like diminished. Right. He knows like, just right. I'm supposed to call them exactly. like these things as a right, and but yeah, like it's uh, yeah, it's, it's a it's a complicated fact um, of the of minority servicemen for sure. Uh, you know, we mentioned maybe this is the time to also say that uh, kind of a famous uh, public episode is when uh, Marlon Brando, who wins the Oscar for Godfather, um, he refuses to to accept the award the the Oscar and it's like controversial to say the least uh, here let's listen to his uh, uh, the acceptance speech in his 
my name is Sashin Littlefeather. I'm Apache, and I'm president of the National Native American Affirmative Image Committee. I'm representing Marlon Brando this evening, and he has asked me to tell you in a very long speech, which I cannot share with you presently because of time, but I will be glad to share with the press afterwards that he very regretfully cannot accept this very generous award. And the reasons for this being are the treatment of American Indians today by the film industry. Excuse me. This is the crowd. But some are approved, but others are booed. Yeah. yeah, it's a mixed. And on television, in movie reruns, and also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I beg at this time that I have not intruded upon this evening and that we will, in the future, our hearts and our understandings will meet with love and generosity. Thank you on behalf of Marlon Brando. This is woke Hollywood for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess later in the, like, uh, who was it? Charles, not Charlton Heston. Um, Clint Eastwood and John Wayne were, like, oh, yeah. cracking jokes about her stuff during the Oscar uh, ceremony. I mean, so, this, uh, this is an era for those who are, uh, I think you're a, little, you're a little young for this, but uh, certainly at Troy, your? Troy and Me? I, Troy and I remember yeah. the, the just Native American pictures on television or in, in Westerns were, if they were even Native Americans, in which in many cases they were not, they were people um, dressing up as um, uh, right. They they are they are just these cliche roles that are that you know like she's talking about um, that uh, do not uh, <laughs> exhibit the range of experience of uh, of the of the Native American personhood. It's uh you know it's like such a buttonholed. Um, yeah, and and uh, I know I don't know if you try, but I experienced some of that like growing up. Just you have a very limited perspective. You know, we're we're right next to a reservation, um, but uh, you probably have a very limited sense of what that actually means. Yeah, I I think yeah you you aren't I I we weren't taught a lot about it in school. I mean, even our Wyoming history was sadly covered. We we live where Eric and I grew up. We're like 15 minutes from the Japanese relo one of the Jap Japanese relocation centers. We weren't even taught about that in class. So yeah. Uh, yeah. The, with the natives, we were, yeah, we weren't really taught what we should have been taught, but the, if you, uh, listeners go check out, um, Marlon Brando has a great interview on the Dick Cavett show where Cavett asks him about like, do you wish you would have, you know, not done that? And, um, it's like, I mean, Brando is for all of his craziness, like, He's like forty years ahead of everyone else, and just like, look, we, you know, this is this is not a a, a pr productive, helpful way to um, portray these people in film. Like it, it leads it leads generational trauma. It doesn't like he's like, it's like he's saying it now, right? You know, no, it sounded so modern. It sounded, and he's not talking just only about Native American. He's talking like minority, any yeah. any any group, and he's talking specifically to younger people, like. You know, he's saying, you know, older people, they're almost used to it. They're like, right, they're inured to this. Yeah, yeah, but like a younger person, like the, the kind of representation that they see in a film has much more of a lasting impact. And so he's like pushing for change and, uh, you know, very vocally. Uh, so 
yeah, the 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 most famous act there at the time, like or the most celebrated, um, is yeah, know, hardcore, um, yeah, advocate, and so and good and and good for him, you know, and he and he's yeah. like you know, uh, that you know, I mean, everybody back then was portrayed on that as the Native Americans were portrayed as you know like dirty savages. They were the bad guy. They were you know the the guys oh, in the sure. white hats against the the dirty savages. I mean, that was they just dumbed it down, try to keep it. Yeah. So yeah, it's not great. Well, um, do we uh, do we do want to do want to rate this uh, this this masterpiece, or do you want to go for a uh, book of the week, man? Book book of the week. Book of the week. <laughs> Thanks, Mark and Mira. Book of the week: Loud Hawk, the United States versus the American Indian Movement by Kenneth S. Stern. Uh, full disclosure: Kenneth S. Stern is, was one of the uh, lawyers on this case. That the book it was called Loud Hawk. Loud Hawk, yeah. yeah. Mostly, it mostly focuses on a specific case, which is the United States versus Loud Hawk et al., which was lasted from 1975 to 1988. But this is uh, a legal history of specifically that case, but it takes place within the wider American Indian movement activities of the area of the era. Excuse me, um, including. Some stuff we've mentioned, right? Occupation of Alcatraz, um, brief occupation of Mount Rushmore. Uh, I think that was in 71, so that's in the Black Hills, South Dakota, which was, of course, set aside for the Lakota Sioux uh, the, in the Treaty of Fort Laramie of 1868. That was the second Treaty of Fort Laramie. There's one in 1851, too. But uh, whoops, we found gold there a few years later, so we're going to need that back, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to need that back now. Thanks. Um, so white settlers and miners then have got the land. So they... So that's where uh, Mount Rushmore is. So they briefly occupied that um, Bureau of um, the BIA headquarters in 72 uh, take over occupation of wounded knee. Um, two FBI agents are murdered on Pine Ridge Reservation in 1975. Right. So all this stuff, other stuff, too. Right. This is just some of the stuff is going on. In this instance, several AIM members are arrested in Oregon. They are in a motor home owned by none other than. Dun, da, da, da. Marlon Brando. Yes. <laughs> so he was. He must have lent it out to them or something. I'm not exactly sure. Um, Fellow RV owner, right? Marlon yeah. Brando. Yeah. Um, but they are charged with illegal weapons possession, possession of explosives, etc. It's a like. It gets into it like a long. The case drags on for 13 years. It's dropped to a bunch of irregularities, uh, governmental misconduct, destruction of evidence, and everything. Uh, but it puts the context, historical context of the era. Nixon's policy toward Native Americans, FBI attempts to sabotage the American Indian movement, uh, etc. So um, while it's specifically focused on the one case, it has brings context to it by talking about some of those other things. Place, placing that within that frame of reference. So uh, if you want to check that out, it's called Loud Hawk, United States versus the American Indian Movement by Kenneth S. Stern. And that is our book of the week. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, now the time for the, for the speaking of it's Oscar night. Time has come today <laughs> to give uh, hey! to give accolades, um, to give our Oscar picks. Um, all right, Troy. Uh, why don't you give this gem your uh, your ranking? How many how many dong are you gonna give the this this butte? Well, the movie. Uh, the only reason I think people should watch it is just because of how cringy it is <laughs> during that era. Uh, I don't know. There may have been one 
Native American in the whole movie, and then a lot of the oh, the Indian or the the Native American where they're doing the 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 chant the chants and thing. They weren't even accurate, man. So, oh, it was. Yeah. I mean, uh, I I don't know. I, I I'm gonna. Jeez. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. 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 I hear the music. Four point five. Four point five. Okay. Okay. Matt, uh, what do you like? Thanks, Troy. Um. Yeah, I also agree that it's pretty cringy. Um, there are certain parts that are, you know, genuine, genuinely funny. Um, oh man! Uh, wow! Uh, I, uh, um, uh, well, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, my speech. Um, so many people to thank. So, so many people to thank here. Um, gosh, uh, but it it sucked. It was filmed poorly. The acting sucked. Um, it was it was maybe a little bit of a glimpse into vigilantism from that era, but I'm gonna have to go with uh, 3.5. Thank you, thank you. Okay, 3.5. Wow. Um, all right, this is a this is a tough one for me. Um, I had I had like vague memories of this movie being cool <laughs> for some for some reason, and then watched it. And mainly the hat, I think, was like, hey, this is a this is a great hat. Um, it must be a good movie. Um, yeah, I That's think how that works. I feel oh. like, oh, damn it. Uh, okay, well, you know, um, this movie made me uncomfortable on a lot of levels <laughs> for so many reasons. And uh, uh, I'm going to give it uh, one and a half round kicks to the face. Um, one and a half done. 1.5. You can't even watch this movie now. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not even like like a Rocky Four. Like, hey, let's just for fun, just for shits and giggles. No, like, it's not a no. fun shits and giggles. No, movie. or let's let's watch it with someone else. Like, it's no, a good you... like first date night movie. I'd watch, if you have like a, a new girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just I just thought that's what people did. You this know? film really they, speaks to me. They just go to the. It's movie. a different time, I mean, man. We don't it's have a different to go time. to that movie. We could see a different movie. I mean, you know, like, which, which character are you supposed to be? This, yeah. Oh yeah, no, that would. And if that's not good enough, you can also see the trial of Billy Jack later on, and yeah, uh, Billy Jack goes to Washington. So I mean, if you're if you're really getting bored, <laughs> the trailer for Billy Jack the 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 high, goes to Washington is so stupid. Like he's like like turning over desks in like the like basically storming the Capitol. Like goddamn, he's. Uh, Maybe it's a Jan Six. Uh, oh, he was precursor. a precursor. <laughs> yeah. Almost yeah. as good of an actor as Jimmy Stewart in the uh, when he when he went to Washington. Well, I, I think. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, what you doing now, Mary? Stupid. What a stupid podcast. Where can I reach at that stupid podcast? Did he get Sean Connery? Stupid podcast. Can be hit up at Napalm Podcast on the Twitter. That's not what your mother said. Yeah, what? Had to get that in. At Napalm Podcast on the Twitter. Yeah. Smash the like. Give us five stars, etc. Leave a fantastic review by liking us and giving us five stars. More people can be inundated with this nonsense that we have here. So. Yeah, share your and uh, and uh, you know on on Twitter. Uh, let us know what what movies you what movies you're liking. Um, yeah, because you're not requesting them. This is the crap that you're getting. So <laughs> I suggest you get your act together, listeners. And we uh, know you're out there because we know I see that people listen. 
Many. And we have, uh, and we also have, uh, uh, we know tease tease uh, Troy's Tiger Bomb story, which is still still in the works for the right for the right guest for the right ask, yeah, for the right ask. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said for, a different word momentarily. For for uh, uh, for a twenty five dollar donation, you can you two can have for the right ass. <laughs> Troy will Troy will uh, Troy will call and tell you the story <laughs> to your cell phone. All right. Well, um, I've been Dr. Jones. I am Dr. Yeagle. I once was Troy. Have a good one, folks. Bye-bye. I love the smell of great pump in the morning. Did you first I'll bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Good morning, Vietnam! You let me worry about that green beret. Napalm in the morning. Your first, last, and only podcast for the Vietnam War through film.